Star Wars 7x7 episode 1766. Happy Revenge of the Fifth to you. Today I'm going to share with you the interview that I did on CTV News in Canada where I got to talk about the declaration of May the 4th day in California as well as the Mandalorian and in which I thank Canada for starting the first organized Star Wars day. Fourth, and as the saying goes, may the fourth be with you, so to speak. Uh, for fans of the galactic mega franchise to dress up like their favorite characters, watch the films and cartoons, read some of the comic books, celebrate anything and everything that has to do with Star Wars. Uh, by the way, it's a great time to be a fan. There's a brand new movie coming up at the end of the year. There's a new spin-off live-action television series as well called The Mandalorian that'll debut at the end of the week, the end of the year, rather. So lots going on, even a new theme park as well. Let's bring in Alan Voivod. He is the host of the Star Wars 7x7 podcast, the Internet's only daily podcast all about Star Wars. Good to have you on, Alan. Thanks for this today. Great to be back with you. So apparently Star Wars Day has been officially declared by the state of California. What do you make of it? It's pretty exciting. And the word is that it has to do with the fact that Disney has announced the largest single space park expansion ever with the Galaxy's Edge thing coming to both Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida. It's going to be 14 acres, and they're estimating something to the effect of $14 million annually in tax revenue in California alone when the park opens later this month. So, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, we're showing some video here, Alan, as we've got you. It looks to me like they've got some life-sized replicas of things like the Millennium Falcon, classic spaceship, and others as well. I mean, uh, I, I guess you're going to be uh, booking a trip pretty quick as soon as that opens the galaxy's edge. I definitely will be. <laughs> So there, there's that, and, and, and theme parks are obviously big these days, especially for folks at Disney. Uh, what about this Mandalorian television show? It's going to be coming up, I believe, in November of this year. Exactly. So Disney has its own streaming service that will be debuting on November 12th as a competitor to Netflix, and they are launching with a lot of content across all of their brands, including Pixar, including Disney itself and Marvel, as well as Lucasfilm. And The Mandalorian is one of those pieces <clears throat> of live-action TV series that will be 10 episodes, and it's one of the most expensive television shows that will have ever been produced at $10 million an episode. How excited are you for this television series? Because, you know, Star Wars has never done this sort of thing before, and we certainly see with prestige TV shows like Game of Thrones and others uh, that you can do some really remarkable and wonderful things in the television format. And, and I know some Star Wars fans were a little worried when we heard about a TV show because we thought, mm, what's the quality going to be like? certainly seems from some of the stills we've been showing while you and I are talking that they're spending a whole lot of money on this, Alan. Absolutely. And additionally, they showed some initial footage from the show at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, which is the very large Star Wars convention that happens every year or two. That was earlier in the year, in April. And the footage so far looks absolutely fantastic. It's set a few years after the events of Return of the Jedi, what's commonly known as the original trilogy. And it's a lawless frontier kind of situation. So it's being described as 
a bit of a Western, a bit of a samurai kind of inspired series and with a cast of people who are not your garden variety heroes, in fact, probably better described as anti-heroes. Yeah, and we also know that there's going to be a new cartoon show or an extension of Star Wars The Clone Wars, very popular cartoon show. They're going to bring back another season for that. What about the film at the end of the year, The Rise of Skywalker? Because this is, if I understand it, the ninth and, and final film, Alan, in, in that you know whole saga that began back in 1977. That's how it's been described to us, and it's going to be the culmination of 42 years of Star Wars storytelling. Whether that means that even the new characters that we've met in the recent slate of movies where we'll never see them again, uh, it seems unlikely. But it certainly seems to indicate that the story that includes Anakin Skywalker, who became Darth Vader, and Luke and Leia, and Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, who is the son of Leia and Han Solo. It seems like that particular storyline, that particular familial line, their story will be finished with this new movie in December. All right, so tomorrow is May the 4th. I've got to ask you, as a longtime Star Wars fan, when you see all this kind of stuff coming, you know, film and then a new TV show and theme parks, what goes through your mind? Well, I gotta say, I'm grateful for Canada because the first organized Star Wars Day actually took place in Toronto at the former Toronto Underground Cinema. So <laughs> thank you very much for getting that started. Alan Voivod joining us. He is the guy behind Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily podcast dedicated to Star Wars. Happy Friday and, of course, happy May the 4th to you, Alan. And may the 4th be with you as well is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.